0: Welcome to Watching Trees Grow, a podcast by Troutwood. I'm Gene Natale, co-founder and CEO of Troutwood. We are continuing in this series on credit cards, and I want to be explicit. Uh, In today's episode, this is a laser focus on the first-time applicant, the college student or the recent graduate applying to their first credit card. And you might recall where we left off last episode, where both Maggie and Rouge were leaving us to open both of what would potentially be their first ever credit card, uh, a milestone in life. I'm going to remind our audience who each of your final three kind of top three credit cards that you had researched for personal use are, uh, but also remind our audience that there were no rules. This was just, you know, two of our team members at Troutwood who wanted to share their personal experiences as they navigated open their first credit card. And we thought that our student audience could benefit from that experience. Arouge's top three. Arouge, do you want to remind us do you want me to read them off? Uh, can you? I don't remember. <laughs> I have notes. Uh, so Arouge's top three after extensive research, United Gateway, Bank of America, and REI. Maggie's top three after extensive research, the Petal 2 card, Discover Cashback, and the Chase Freedom Flex. Maggie, we're going to push to you first. Um since we talked last, you have formally applied for your first credit card.
1: Yes, I have.
0: <laughs> Would you like to share that experience with everyone? Both, like yeah. walk us through from like when you walk us through from where we left off with you, which card did you select, why and what happened to next?
1: Sure. So as I talked about in the last episode, I kind of wanted to, I had originally chosen the Pedal 2 card. Um, that was what I really wanted. And it was my favorite because it seemed the most straightforward and not gimmicky. So that was my favorite. But I talked about this briefly before. I'm not. I wasn't able to apply because my uh, bank is not partnered with this uh, company called Plaid, which does the um, which would link my bank account, and that's what they need for application. So I couldn't do that. So that was kind of sad. And then, Ma- Maggie,
0: let me ask, did you learn that through trial and error? Did you reach out to pedal and they said, Oh, sorry, Maggie, you can't apply because your bank's not approved.
1: I started going through the process of applying and they asked me to link my bank account and it just like, wasn't letting me. And I did actually reach out to them separately and ask if there was anything that could be done about that. And they said, unfortunately not. So just kind of had to give up on that dream.
0: And then what happened next?
1: Yeah, so next, I was deciding between the Discover Cashback and the Chase um, Freedom Flex. And I kind of ended up going with the Freedom Flex. I think I kind of got confused between the two, though, because I liked the idea of different um, cashback rates in different quarters for, you know... it, it ended up being the Discover card that actually has that they're just pretty similar. And I was like, you know what? I, I keep seeing Chase Freedom Flex come up as slightly better than the Discover cashback card. So I was like, you know what? Let's just go for it. And I tried. I applied and I got denied right away. So that was sad. And I, I'm not entirely sure why I'm still waiting to hear back. But
0: did, did they let you know anything at all? You, you expecting to hear back from them?
1: Yeah, they said, um, sorry, like we can't accept your application, we'll send you an email in a certain amount of days or weeks, um, explaining why. So I'm still waiting on that email. So, I, yeah, I don't know why I ended up getting denied, but I'll, find and I, get, out.
0: I think it's important we give a little context that uh, you are not a student, recent graduate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, how old are you for our audience? I'm 23, so 23 years old. Do you have an auto loan? I don't. Do you have a mortgage? No. Oh, so this was, you were trying to take kind of some of these first steps since graduating mm-hmm. one of them being a credit card. Right. I look forward to once they, 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 they get back to you with a reason. I, I was extremely surprised by that. And I'm curious what you did did next.
1: Yeah. So I, and I also, I do have a credit score right now and it's not super good, but it's good enough. Like it categorizes under good. So I was also maybe confused by that. Maybe I needed to have a better credit score for this card specifically. I kind of looked into that after I was denied and apparently they are pretty picky with um, who they accept. So I felt a little bit better after that.
0: So, so maybe it's a card that you, you that in the pedal too, that you circle back with at some point later in life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, so I decided then I was going to try to apply for the Discover cashback card. And the good thing about that process was that they actually let me get pre-approved before I formally um, applied. So I went to their website and I gave them my information and they pre-approved me for two cards. And one of them did end up being the Discover cashback card, which I picked. So that was great. And then I applied after that because I knew it was going to be all good. I was a little bit scared about applying to too many. I didn't know if that was going to affect my credit score. So the pre-approval was really helpful in like calming my nerves. So that was good. And then I got accepted to that one and I'm waiting for it in the mail (laughs) and I'm excited to use it.
0: Congratulations. So since we talked last, you now have been approved for your first credit card. Yes. And are you going to use it responsibly?
1: I am. I definitely am.
0: Well, and I'll put you on the spot and test that. How do you define using a credit card responsibly?
1: I'd say using a credit card responsibly is not deciding to use it to make purchases that I can't afford. I'm just going to use it as I would my debit card probably, and just make sure that I pay back, you know, in a timely manner. So I don't have to deal with that interest at all.
0: That, that right there is the secret ingredient by timely manner every month when you get the bill.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, Maggie, that's not to worry.
0: <laughs> not at all. It was, I'm really interested. So, Pedal to you didn't have to apply because you learned by talking to them that your bank wasn't on their list. Then, yeah. Chase, you did apply, but Discover had a pre approval process, which it sounded like gave you greater comfort in that process.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I love that it did that. It made me feel so much more comfortable.
0: Very cool. Well, Maggie, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Let us slide to Arouge and see if he had a similar experience. Um, and and Arouge, before we dive into the same questions that we pushed to Maggie, uh, let's tell our audience how, how old you are. Uh, I am 20 years old. And you are a student? Mm-hmm. Junior? Yep. I'll let you share where you go to school.
2: Uh, I go to school at Penn State Baron.
0: Great school, one that I know well. Uh, So, Aruj, as a 20-year-old college student, uh, this was also your first time applying for a credit card. Walk us through uh, kind of your experience.
2: Yeah, so I applied to the REI card just because, like, I mean, it's outdoors. There weren't really many strings attached to it, things like that. Um, it's like it's a brand that I'm very familiar with, one I've shopped out quite a bit. And I was like, hey, let me apply. And eventually, uh, through the uh, like, application process, it was actually fairly quick. Something, I mean, when you're taking on a financial responsibility like this, I would have expected like maybe a long time, but it took me about 10 minutes to apply. And as soon as I did, within like a minute, I got the notice saying I've been rejected.
0: When did the notice give any reason why?
2: No, actually, they just said you have been rejected at this time. In the mail, you will get a letter detailing exactly why you have been rejected. And, you know, I'm just waiting for that letter to see what exactly was it that got me rejected. Because like, Gene, you were saying, I don't have a mortgage. I don't have loans or anything at this point. So, like, I don't necessarily see a reason to be rejected.
0: Well, let me ask, and we are I'll circle back to that, Arouge, but after you got rejected, did, did you do what Maggie did and, and go to one of the other two credit cards? Or what, what happened next?
2: Honestly, I just kind of felt demoralized. Uh, I didn't really want to go through the process again, as well as I also had homework. So I kind of also didn't want to take more time because like, and in my viewpoint, like uh, I also kind of made a, a comment on our work channel of like, let me just go buy 200 um, credit cards. That was not really like uh, fully truthful. It was more of a joke, but it was like kind of the thing. Of,
0: but Arouge, when you, when you said that members of our team who didn't know it was a joke immediately interjected, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> said yeah, Arouge, whoa, exactly. whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't do that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean like, Uh, To put light on that, like my thinking of that was like, how many credit cards do I actually have to apply to before I get accepted, you know, because there's so many out there, like, what if I'm only like, uh, like accepted into 1% of the credit cards? Do I have to apply to the 99%? Like, how do I find out which ones I'm like, accepted in and things like that you know i also don't want to choose a credit card with the interest rate being like 60 percent for whatever reason you know i want to keep it low in case if i ever do like miss a payment something like that
0: Mm -hmm. well aruj if it makes you feel better in the six years that i've been teaching at the university of pittsburgh this is the most common question i get it's students applying for that first credit card, trying to understand why they have a credit score like Maggie learned. She has a credit score despite really student loans being... Actually, is that accurate, Maggie? you say student loans are your only form of debt? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so there are questions on the credit score, questions on the credit card. Aruj, there was a, a credit card act of 2009. And uh, that act, uh, credit card issuers are banned from issuing credit cards to individuals under 21 years old who don't have a co-signer. So I'll be, I'll, when you get your rejection letter, I'd like to zero in and see if it's as simple as, hey, Aruj, if you would have had someone co-sign, we'd have fist bumped you and said, hey, thanks for shopping at REI. Uh, so you, we'll circle back once you get that.
2: Gene, that's that's like a really interesting thing that you said, because like, I mean, I do understand the age limit or whatnot, but when I was applying, there was no like step or something to say like i have a co there was nothing like that so i wasn't even aware that was the thing you know if i did have the option i might have selected to go with it i mean mm-hmm. now definitely i would because like i'm 20 i don't have i'm not 21 so you know and it's like i want to build my credit it's not like i'm shined away from it before i was but you know like why am I able to, uh, further my financial success? You know, why are there so many loopholes I have to jump through to be able to be financially successful? So later on in life, I am able to buy that house or and get a loan or whatever it may be.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to continue this conversation. I I'm learning through both of you. Uh, so I appreciate your courage. Um, To our audience, Rouge and Maggie are both team members of Troutwood. You you have regular income. You check, you know, essentially all of the boxes to get approved. So Rouge, we'll we'll see when you get your rejection letter. Maggie, we'll see when you get that first one. I was was really surprised by that, Maggie. I
1: I guarantee you it's because my credit score
0: isn't high enough. If that's the case, maybe we'll dive into an episode in the future too about how, well, how do I build a credit score? Mm-hmm. If I if I have no debt other than student loans that I don't start repaying until after school, and I'm right. paying my bills on time, like what are the pieces I can work with T- to make both of you just uh, put a little make you feel a little better on the 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 both of you haven't been denied on one of the applications. Fourteen point four percent of all credit card applications are turned out. Uh, so it's by no means as simple as a, you send the application and get a fist bump and and, and get on with it. Um, we're going to continue this. I always, go-
1: sorry. That, I was just nope. going to say that's how I thought it was going to be, but it
0: wasn't. Well, and that, I guess I do want, well, let me ask just two more questions. And then as we wrap up this episode, how do you feel about the process? Because I, I think it's, a, we should make clear, we did not hold your hands or even give any tips or advice on this? This was Aruj and Maggie. This is awesome. Good luck. Let us follow the story. How did you feel? Did you feel you had the information that it was easy to get answers to questions?
1: Yes and no. I feel yeah. like the information is out there, but you kind of have to dig for it a bit.
2: I definitely feel the same way. Like the actual application process was extremely easy. You just put in your like the things that they need of you. But I mean, you don't necessarily know what <laughs> APR means. Like when they say like 13 through 26% APR, what does that actually mean? How is that different from yeah. effective rate or whatever it may be? Like how, what are these exact numbers that they're using? They might not exactly have the friendly, like non-financial people terms to them. Like, even me as a finance student at Penn State Barron, I don't know half the terms. I have to Google mm-hmm. them and I'm like, well, how am I supposed to know like I'm going to school like for finance? Why don't I know this? Like mm-hmm. and that just brings me to the point is the common person's not going
0: to know that. Maggie, what was your major?
1: <clears throat> I was a computer science major, but I did get an economics minor, so I'm familiar with a lot of that stuff, but yeah, also felt lost.
0: I think that's a really interesting perspective, a finance major and an econ minor, and we still had questions. Um, you know, I guess one, one final question And this. So while we did, you know, did not handhold either any part of this process, Maggie, now that you have a credit card, we got to use it responsibly. Yep. Now that, now that part kicks in. So we, we have to, do, do you feel confident that that part of the puzzle will be easier than getting the actual card? Or is there a little bit of nervousness?
1: Um, honestly, I, I'm just going to try to set it up as like an automatic payment thing. So I don't have to worry about it too much. Um, and again, use it just as I would my debit card, not try to use it for anything I can't afford. So I'm not super nervous. I feel a little bit better now, actually. Because I think my mom always scared me about credit cards because her generation didn't really understand how to properly use them. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of uh, credit card debt involved with that. Um, So now that I know that it doesn't have to be that scary, I feel a lot better about using it.
0: Good. Well, we are gonna we're gonna continue this conversation in the next episode because when Arouge sent out his message in our Slack channel, but I'm gonna apply to a hundred now. Uh, our chief strategist Jeff Davidek immediately jumped in and said, "Arouge, no, 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 don't don't do that." Not knowing Arouge was joking, and it sparked a really good internal dialogue on what is the impact of a credit card application being turned down. So we're gonna dive into that conversation uh, next episode. Aruj and Maggie, thank you. It takes a lot of courage to share stories like this. Um, and and I appreciate it. To our student audience, if this sparks questions, reach out. We'd love to dive in to address your concerns, your questions, do some investigative reporting on your behalf. Thank you for tuning in to Watching Trees Grow, a podcast by Troutwood.